0: It's the new year, and we're already being bombarded with resolutions everywhere we look. Eating clean and living a somewhat healthy lifestyle could seem like such an intimidating thought. How do I start? Can I do this with my mommy schedule? Can I even afford it? Today, we talk to certified nutritionist, chef, and brand new mommy, Alexandra Golovac also known as a taste of well-being on Instagram. Alexandra will give us a quick guideline to help us make 2023 our healthiest year yet. We read the books, we bought the things, we thought we were ready, and then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen, I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And
1: I'm Pamela, I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both
0: first-time working moms... We're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. I'm excited for this episode. Welcome to Motherish. I follow our guests on Instagram. And I think, you know, there's a lot of like... Here's a guide on how to do this. Whatever you see this stuff everywhere, but she just makes it feel very normal and approachable. And for someone like me that is very easily intimidated by this stuff, I love are it. Are you? So, no, you're not. Yeah, I feel like you'd. I'm tackle not intimidated a lot of by, by the cooking part, like that. You know? now, but, but it's just like I tend to be like, okay, you know, now I have to be healthy, and then like I have like a it's like a black or white versus like the happy medium where you live and you. Live a little and you have a little bit of everything and whatever. So I'm excited for that, especially during this time of year, which again, this part of the new year, I have zero tolerance for where everyone's like, now I am I'm never going to breathe more than 45 times. And I'm like, bro, can we stop with these like ridiculous resolutions that are like over the top that by March you're like, I don't even remember what I said, whatever. No, last year I didn't make any resolutions. I was like, I'm done. But I know you love a goal setting opportunity, I do. so I'm excited for this conversation. So we'll get to talk to her
1: in a few <laughs> seconds. But why don't we start with our motherish moment of the week?
0: Yes, my motherish moment is about learning to transition Victoria out of holidays. <laughs> so she loves loves a holiday, but then obviously like the season is over, and then she gets stuck on it. The same thing happened with Halloween. Like we were into Christmas, and she was still talking about Halloween. So. This Christmas season, her new favorite discovery was Jose Feliciano's Feliz Navidad. Oh, wow. Loves the song. It requests it on a daily basis. And I'm just figuring out how to transition her and let her know, like, the holidays are over. Because we're still discussing Halloween costumes.
1: So I'm pretty Not much
0: Victoria. I'm with you, Victoria. I'm still like
1: <laughs> holding on to those dates. So my motherish moment of the week, this happened a few weeks ago, but I don't think I mentioned it. So I went to New York with Ford uh, and this was like two weeks into his potty training, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. So imagine on the plane, six times he asked me to go to the restroom, five times there were false alarms first of all my kid i think weighs 40 pounds at this point right oh my god he's a big kid i'm pretty petite normal right so it's like carrying him and i'm like in this weird stage where he's a baby but he's a big baby so it's hard to treat him like a baby and carry him and be like on the go with him so i definitely i think graduated to the next level when it comes to like toddler traveling with him alone my back was in so much pain And you forget about, like, once you think you tackle one thing, there's, like, a next stage. Now it's, like, the potty training. You know, he had two accidents. One of them, I told you. I think I texted you a picture. We went to the store that Karen recommended in... New York Where they have like An activity And they have like It was really fun It's called camp
0: Did you like the camp store?
1: I did I did And I thought the staff Was amazing They were so friendly So patient So in the middle of him Like playing, he was so excited That he had an accident So the one time I don't pack an extra pair Of like underwear and pants I'm stuck in the bathroom I had to like call my sister She had to run to Target Buy an extra And he's just sitting there And I felt like I was so angry at him Right Because I'm like I want you to be out there Having fun I know And he was just like Pouting at me in the corner Anyway, so that was my mother's runaway. The fact that, like, you forget how, like, every stage has its challenges. Mm-hmm. And now with his, like, underwear. And, like, the, I mean, now he's gotten better. But, you know, those first few weeks, you kind of, like, have to run every time they tell you. Yes. And then you can't get angry at them for telling you. And they're not actually pee, no. Do use in the restroom. So no. it's kind of like. But on the plane, I almost, like, lost it. I was, like, "Ford," Because we run to them. And he'd be, like, no. No, no, no. No, mama. No. I'm, like. And, like, for some reason, he's not at the stage where, like, he'll actually proactively sit and go, you know what I mean? To prevent an accident. He has to go only when he absolutely has to go.
0: Yeah, because he's learning how to understand the signal. I know.
1: And my mom was like, but it's, si, like, siéntalo, I go, and He doesn't want to. Like, if he doesn't want to go, he doesn't, you can't force him. So, yeah, that was my New York trip. So, why don't we have our guest share her motherish moment of the week? She's a brand new mommy. How old is, you call
2: her Gigi, right? Yeah, yeah. Gigi. I love um, Genevieve is her name. So we are two and a half weeks in. Hi, baby. Um, I guess my motherish moments. It's, it's all brand new to me. <laughs> this is our first baby. It's a marathon. I'm, I'm learning over the last couple of days when the adrenaline now has worn off. This is exhaustion is, is officially like set in. The diaper changing is unreal. I thought, you know, one, two, three, four diapers a day. Immediately, the amount of diapers that we are going through, it is crazy. I've sent my husband like four times to Target already and it's all of these new experiences and it's all wonderful and probably that's the new mother in me saying like, you know, this is all great. It's totally fine. We're loving every moment and, you know, highs and lows, I think they blend together and, you know, we've had some moments of three, two o'clock in the morning, complete exhaustion and... I've chosen to breastfeed and I'm really happy that we've been able to go that way. Oh, yeah. But you know, two and a half weeks in, and at two o'clock in the morning one day it was like, I can't do this. I feel like I've hit a wall and I thought this would be a sprint and I could do this and it would be totally fine. And no, no, learning real hard, and it's really cool to experience now that it's no longer just my husband and I, and it's all for our girl, all for our baby, and yeah just taking every moment as is the amount of diapers had no idea and the exhaustion really is true the first week i was like i don't get what everyone's talking about it's totally <laughs> fine I can. Like everyone, coffee, be fine. yeah yeah i it, love it, it,
0: first week or about to give birth comments of like new moms where i'm like right of course yes and who am i to burst your bubble but we'll talk in a month <laughs>
1: Well then we're extra, extra grateful that you're yeah. able to join us today I Thank know you're like you. in the middle of it And a brand new mom, there's a lot going on So like we mentioned, like Alexandra, she has her Instagram It's kind of like a, I would say virtual nutrition clinic She gets one-on-one nutrition programs and also meal prepping services Shows how to blog with all these recipes with real food instead of like diet food, which I love. And we'll dig a little bit more into that. So welcome, welcome to Motherish. And I think like we mentioned in the intro, a lot of people get very intimidated or overwhelmed when it comes to taking that first step to a healthier lifestyle. And I'm a big advocate of saying whatever you consume, for me, especially at my age, 80% when it comes to like feeling healthy and looking good or just like feeling strong has to do with what I'm consuming. So 80% for me is diet. Not dieting like dieting, but whatever I'm eating, right? So, and I'm not a great cook, and I work, and I have the baby, so I need a lot of help when it comes to like whatever's easier for me, and I could get it on the go and make it easier. It makes a huge difference, and you know, I'm always looking for like how to improve that and how to make it easier for me. What's the first step a mom should take when it comes to, like you know what? I'm determined. 2023 is going to be a healthy year. This is what I should do. Is it meal prepping? Is it Finding alternatives, what is it?
2: Well, it works differently for every person, right? So, some people, like you said, Pamela, not a great cook, right? Karen, you get kind of overwhelmed and you're like, I'm neither gonna do all of it or none of it, right? So, one thing that I really recommend, and this goes for goal setting in general, is start small. If you are saying, I'm gonna reach the top of the mountain, well, you missed all the small steps in between. And that's what we have to focus on when it comes to food and nutrition and health, right? And also this mindset of, I'm going to be healthy for me. I think it changes your mindset and it changes your approach because if let's say for example, you decide to have a piece of cake cause it's someone's birthday, you might feel that guilt also. Right? So one way to approach it is small and steady steps. And then on top of it, don't look at it as healthy. Just look at it as making better choices making better real choices instead of this mindset of this is gonna be the year that I'm gonna be healthy. Take it one day at a time. We have 365 days of the year. You're already skipping all the way to the end of December. Focus on today and you're gonna see how tomorrow will get better and better and better. And that's the concept with everything that I work on with my clients one-on-one with the meal plan delivery, is always just making those better choices. So advice when we're all in this January, new mindset, great year, we all did 2022, check that off the box. Now let's start this year off right now. So what do we start with? We start with something that is going to be essential for everyone. If you have junk food in your house, Mm. you're going to eat junk food. So your first grocery shop should be a list and it doesn't necessarily need to, we can have some packaged items. There are better packaged items out there. So reading the ingredient label, understanding what should be in these foods that we are having processed and packaged. We live in the 21st century. We need convenience. We cannot all be Susie homemakers, you know, cooking 45 hours. I don't do that either. I want 20-minute meals. And especially now as a new mom, I'm learning multitasking while feeding her, feeding myself, you know, all of that. So making sure you have a planned list you go to that grocery store with that list and understand there has to be a balance. Just like we said, an 80, 20 of nutrition, fitness and our lifestyle, the same thing has to go into your grocery cart. So it needs to be 80% real food, meaning we need to do the exterior of a grocery store. They're set up so that the produce and the real food items, meaning our proteins, our vegetables, our fruits are in the exterior and then 20% are filled in from the aisles, which are more of our processed foods. So that's one of the best tips that I can give. Start off with what you have in your house because we all live on the seafood diet. If we seafood, we eat food. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure that what we keep in our house is going to be 80% real. It's
1: so funny. So a few years I made this comment where like, if I don't want to eat it, I don't even buy it. There's nothing in my house that like, I just, I won't have it. I just won't do it. I won't. <laughs> not even for like a rainy day. And I get mad when like my mom brings like a little ice cream or something. I'm like... If it's there, we'll eat it. If it's not there, we won't eat it. So I don't even... And I think that's great advice on everyone listening. Like, it, just don't buy it. Like, don't even bring it home because the temptation is so big. And like, one late night when you're like craving something or you're in a rush, you're going to grab it and you're going
0: to stuff your face with it and it's not. And then
2: you'll probably buy it again. You'll continue to purchase it and have it in your house and then you're in that cycle.
0: Um, Let's talk about cooking. Cooking itself is like not everyone's jam. So <laughs> how can we kind of... You know, I often look for very quick meals. I actually believe that cooking like healthier meals is easier than cooking some of the other stuff with the exception of macaroni and cheese, which my daughter lives by. And like at least we switched over from like the brand. Yeah, we, we switched over to Goodles, which I love Goodles. Like I don't know what your thoughts are on Goodles, but have you heard of Goodles? I have not, no. Oh my God, this is not sponsored, but they did send me a box of their pasta, but it's like, it's more like protein packed noodles, right? Chickpea has pea protein, whatever. And then it has like some probiotics. Like it's actually like, it's pretty good. It tastes amazing and she loves it. So, but like, how do we tackle cooking? I think what I'm taking away from like your- small steps. It's like, maybe you cook, let's say you don't cook at all. Like maybe you cook once a week. Is that what I'm hearing from me? Exactly. So if you're not really into cooking, you don't even know where to start.
2: Obviously simple recipes are key. So keep it under five ingredients, 10 ingredients. That way you're not getting overwhelmed. If this is not your area, then why are you going to look up, you know, a Le Cordon Bleu recipe of who knows what, right? Because already it's intimidating. If this area of, nutrition, life, nourishment is intimidating to you, then start with something that is like, okay, if I can do a bell pepper, ground turkey, onion, marinara sauce, and a side of pasta, done. That's a meal. And making those little quick changes to ensure that you're going in once a week and have leftovers. I believe in leftovers is key. If you are already gonna take the time to cook, right? Because no matter what, it's gonna take you time. Even if you have to microwave something, it's gonna take you time. So have something that will provide you with some leftovers, whether you use them for lunch, you use them for dinner, freeze them for a rainy day kind of thing, Mm -hmm. whatever it might be. But absolutely, if you are at zero cooking days, let's start with one, and let's start with something that has five ingredients, six, seven ingredients, that way you don't feel overwhelmed. And it's also something that you are going to enjoy that is palatable. So if you are someone who is like, I don't eat green beans, don't pick a recipe with green beans. (laughs) Make that conscious effort to actually want to enjoy your food because this concept that health food, uh, real food, food, fruits and vegetables don't taste good is completely wrong. All of it is really, really rich with nutrients and flavor.
0: I've, like, I'm like. i always on the fence about asparagus. Uh, I feel very strangely about asparagus, but Juan loves asparagus. And so I bought asparagus and I made it, whatever. And I was like, oh, I'm going to make it healthy, you know, whatever. And then like in the end, I was like, I'm going to sprinkle a little bit of Parmesan cheese on top. <laughs> and it was so good. So... I ate asparagus, like, check, and it wasn't so bad. It had a little bit of Parmesan cheese, but I feel like it was worth it. it. had, like, lemon juice. It was super good. Okay, what are your thoughts on Trader Joe's? Can we, like, just talk about Trader Joe's for a minute? Because I live and die with Trader Joe's. But some of the convenience of Trader Joe's feels borderline, like... So I'm surprised I haven't seen you there because I
2: pretty much live there, too. <laughs> um, and I think you're referring more to kind of the frozen meals, Correct? I'm correct? yes. Okay. Yes. So anything that is... Can we explain for true, the, for those who are listening who
1: don't know what Trader Joe's is? Like, what's the gimmick behind it and what's their pitch, right? Like,
2: how, I mean, do you, how so would you like,
1: explain it for those who don't have a Trader Joe like in their neighborhoods?
2: It's a niche kind of, grocery store that provides you with kind of their own brand and their own marketing, which is actually, it's really cute. It's really approachable. Oh, I don't even know what they're, like how they would describe themselves. I don't, never have never been asked that question. Yeah, I don't
0: know. I mean, it's definitely affordable, right? It's high quality produce. Not all of them look perfect, which is like why they can maintain some of their prices where they're at. And because they don't have a lot of like the big brands in there, I think that also helps them maintain the certain level of, like, affordability. This episode is not sponsored by Trader Joe's, but, like, there's grocery stores, like, there's in New York, California, across the U.S., like, very widely available. It is a little bit of, like, a cult sort of. I mean, full disclosure, I go to it because it's
1: the closest, I guess, supermarket to my house. So, like, I tend to be there a lot because it's just...
0: But there's like a whole like bike. fandom over it, right? Okay, so like right. I don't, I guess you don't I'm participate not, in this yes. part. So <laughs> there's like seasonal items that they bring out and like their seasonal items are like things that people go crazy over and they're usually only available for like a month or so and it, it's this whole like it's like a exercise where you're okay. like I'm gonna go because they just took out all of their truffle collection and you go and you hoard all the truffle items because they might not be there again and then you sit and stare at it in your pantry for 12 months and then you're like I have it though but I have the the truffle soy sauce however they have they have these like frozen meals that are for example they have a beef broccoli Juan loves this beef broccoli so much and I'm like dude I don't know how often we should be eating this beef broccoli. Those are the things that I want to discuss because those are the things that people are obsessed with also. Like you said, it does have that cultish feel and people live and breathe by
2: those items and even the frozen meal items. So when it comes to frozen meals in general, wherever you grocery shop, so if it's, you know, one of these, it's a complete meal in itself, right? All of those things have very high sodium. And that's the warning sign there. That's the issue with it. Not everything has high processed ingredients or anything like that, but depending on what it is, I never really recommend any frozen meals at any grocery store or Trader Joe's, even though I'm a huge fan of many of their items. (laughs) The frozen meals, you are having typically more than your daily allotment of sodium Mm -hmm. and this sodium is not your table salt you know sodium chloride that's what we actually need for our bodies and that's an electrolyte that balances within and out of our cells but when we have too much of that process that's where we start to teeter on the side of high blood pressure Mm. cardiovascular disease things like that okay typically also when we have a frozen meal the quality of the ingredients are not that great meaning it's usually using inflammatory oils which are very inexpensive here in the in the United States and for companies to use when they make these more processed frozen meals when we have too high of inflammatory oils Our body naturally will create inflammation because it wants to create natural balance and make sure our system is working. But when we input too much of that, which we're getting typically from a lot of processed foods and even more so from frozen meals, as convenient as they are, Mm -hmm. we're increasing our inflammatory markers, which means we're leaning towards the side of potential harmful lifestyle diseases: diabetes, cardiovascular disease, hypertension, things like that. So every once in a while, in a blue moon, sure, that's that twenty percent. You know, you don't feel like cooking, you it's whatever, and you want to do movie night and you want beef and broccoli from trader joe's enjoy it but if it becomes a regular habit that's where you will notice you will notice many things in your body if you really tune into it Mm -hmm. when you start to consume these foods that are high in sodium high in processed oils high in processed ingredients you're going to feel that fatigue that sluggishness and all of these other factors that for some people are more noticeable than others because they don't typically eat them Mm -hmm. but ask ask Juan
0: next time that (laughs) he eats it see how he feels the next day Can we flip the switch real quick? Because like everything we've discussed is like, no, 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 no. Now that you're a new mom, I always feel like there's like when you- Before Before after. kids, like you're like, oh, I'm so tired. And then now that you have a child, you're like, I was never actually tired. Now I'm tired. So now that you know this, like moms that are running on fumes and doing the best and trying to do the most, what foods should we be eating which will fuel us and help us kind of like kill it in this new year.
2: Yeah, which is actually great to honestly start your new year off with this because it reinforces the fact that this is making me feel really good, so you'll kind of continue that domino effect. So come March, you won't be like, I'm throwing this you know, to the wayside, this didn't work for me. So we want foods that are going to be dense with energy, which means more of our higher caloric energy. So if we eat things like just a bowl of pasta with some sprinkled Parmesan cheese and nothing else, you're going to crash in about an hour and a half, two hours, which means you're going to continue that cycle of wanting simple carbohydrates. So, What do we want on our plate? And this is also being like, hey, I don't have time to make some things. So let's let's start off with the first meal of the day, breakfast. You're running around. You don't know what to do. Get a carton or a little container, the single serving containers of either cottage cheese or yogurt, and you want to make sure there's fat in there. So back in the late 90s, early 2000s, everything was low fat, low fat, low fat, because that was the diet trend of the day, right? And that is not at all what needs to happen. So you always want to make sure there's fat. Fat means that you're going to sustain your energy and we want the good quality fats. I'm not saying like a hunk of of fat. I'm saying we need the good quality fats from avocados, which you can make a quick avocado toast and run out the door with, with it in your hand. Um, and your child in the other or in the stroller. Or we want things from good quality dairy products. You can also, don't be afraid of using butter when you cook either. That kind of fat is also going to sustain you for longer. Other things that we want, also nuts and seeds are great. Getting nut butters if you're not allergic to them or seed butter from roasted sunflower butter. Also making your own homemade granola mix. That was actually one of the first things I put in my diaper bag was something for me, (laughs) was my nut mix to make sure that I wouldn't run out of energy so that I could make sure that she would be okay. Those are simple things to do. So starting off with with breakfast, if you have already a container in the house of a nut mix and a yogurt, you put that together and grab a banana and out the door you go, you're going to have sustained long energy. Fruit plays a funny role because it's a simple Mm -hmm. fructose sugar, but the amount of vitamins and minerals are going to help to metabolize everything that you consume in the day to allow you to have more of that energy. You want to also be going for things like lean meats. I know I said everything with fat, but we want to get our fat from other sources such as avocado, olive oil, like I said, some butter in moderation, nuts, seeds, and from certain dairy products. Protein is going to sustain you and make sure that you are staying well nourished throughout the day. So like I said, if you have a bowl of pasta, that simple carbohydrate is going to crash in about an hour to two hours because you metabolize it very quickly. Protein is going to extend that and fat will extend it even more. So four or five hours later, you realize I'm totally energized, I'm feeling good, and I don't have that crash. Basically, now that I've put all these pieces of the puzzle together, right? So what is it? what does it really look like besides just having yogurt or cottage cheese? Making hard-boiled eggs and having some avocado, you can add that and make it to an avocado hard-boiled egg salad grab some carrots and some hummus and that can be a quick lunch. Lunch doesn't always have to be sit down because I feel like with a lot of mothers that I've worked with and what I hear a lot is that lunchtime can be very hectic. Whether you have a toddler that's in daycare, that's usually time for pickup or that's kind of your quick errand time. Having those essentials already done and available for you.
1: I always talk about priorities even when it comes to expenses, right? So last year I ended up getting at the beginning of the year a meat plan. So, a meal plan in terms of like, I would order and they would deliver it to work. And I would use the same lunch because it was so much for lunch. And then I would save a little bit for dinner, you know? And it made such a difference in terms of like, I felt better. I was eating obviously clean. I was, you know, had more energy. Like, for me, it was such a good investment. And I feel like sometimes people forget what an investment you're making when it comes to like what you're consuming and like making it easier. Because otherwise, I was always in a rush. I was eating bad. If I had to eat in the cafeteria at my job or if I went to a dinner, I was just like, for me, me like i wanted to touch on the base of like the importance of like prioritizing what you're consuming and like just finding whatever works for your schedule right so that worked for me because again i'm not a great cook i'm always going to go and i just wanted something that was like easier for me and you know it was actually homemade like this lady older lady peruvian would cook you know and she would like we had her for a while right yeah, yeah. yeah. and now that groceries are so expensive like wild it's crazy like what i used to buy for a hundred dollars for Four to Now it's like half of what I used to get before, you know. And then sometimes people get, I think, intimidated with like, oh, you know, can I really afford a meal plan? Can I really? But if you think about it, and you do the math, like it kind of balances. It is Again, probably rather, significantly
0: more affordable than Uber Eats, which is basically like a second mortgage. Yeah. or even like, if you eat
1: out, like people that go out for at work, you know, that eat in the cafeteria or they eat yeah. out or whatever. I always tell people, listen, if you do the math and you do whatever, a, you're not eating as clean. You're tempted to like what you think is good, but it's not really that great. Mm-hmm. And you're spending more money. So I think at the end of the day, I think for me, at like, least so it worked out. Like I did the math. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, our yeah. lady, I think, actually was undercharging us
0: too. <laughs> yes.
1: But you have a meal plan. So can you talk about that a little bit too? Like when does it work for someone and how to explain to them like this is really worth your investment? Cause if you do the math, I think it kind of balances all.
2: Well, we are our best investment, right? And we have one body. So and we forget that when we talk about nutrition and health and food, most people think, weight loss. I got into these pair of jeans. It's Mm -hmm. so much more than that. And when Mm -hmm. I work with clients, when I have every conversation with everyone, it is the bonus can be weight loss, depending on how we tweak things accordingly to your macros and things like that. But the investment that you're putting into your body, as far as longevity, long-term anti-aging, it is night and day you're not going to notice it tomorrow you're not going to notice it in a month exactly it is anti-aging i'm not kidding you when i was eating you know
1: just the meal like whatever i was getting from this lady my skin felt better i was sleeping better and i had a better attitude again i don't know if it's like placebo effect or what it was this is
0: real this is but it you're
1: so right and it's not just about like obviously i maintained the weight because i wasn't eating outside of what was provided to me But everything else was so much better. My skin, my mental state, my stress level. I was sleeping better.
2: Yeah, nutrition is the foundation for our entire well-being. That's why I have my company called A Taste of Well-Being. Because when you focus on the nutrition, all the pieces of the puzzle just fall into place. And you think, okay, well, maybe maybe I need to take melatonin because I'm not sleeping well. It's like... Nope, let's look at what you're eating and then it'll naturally fix itself. So absolutely, you felt that firsthand. So for a meal plan delivery, it works for everyone differently, right? Like I said, I don't cook for 40 hours a week and I'm not in the kitchen every day. So for me, my meal plan delivery for myself is either I actually use my own meal plan delivery on weeks that I can't or I make leftovers. So for someone who is kind of like, well, I don't want to be committed to something all the time. That's okay. That's why I created this service and why I created this because clients were asking, I need help from time to time and that's okay. And I think that's also something moms have trouble saying like, I need, I need help, help. <laughs> I'm supposed to nourish my family, I'm supposed to cook, I'm supposed to do all of this. Yeah. Uh, it's okay, we can't do it all. So when you're in need of something like that, that's why I created this. And they're real balanced meals. There's nothing there, you're not gonna know the calorie count because I keep it within a range, because I know what should be in a meal. I'm the one who's creating the recipes, I'm the one who's creating the meals, I'm, I'm in the kitchen, currently not right now, a little bit on maternity leave, but I'm eager to get back. And it is so important that when you make that investment, you might be in a sense, like you said, sticker shocked at the beginning. You're like, wait a second, I'm going to spend how much a week on these meals. But when you look at your Uber Eats and your Mm -hmm. Grubhub Mm -hmm. and all of that, you're just like, oh wow, I just spent how much for delivery? Yeah. We have a a place right down the street from us. He was like, I'm going to Uber Eats it. And he was like, I'm definitely not going to do that because it's a $10 delivery fee for a block away from us. Those little things that we kind of forget about. So when you look at certain meal plans, delivery and You know, by no means, if you watch this and listen to this, do you need to use my meal plan delivery? There are many out there and I honestly endorse them all. They are convenient. They are made with real, ours is, I don't know everyone's out there. (laughs) Ours is made with real ingredients and true care and love is put into that. And I think those are ingredients that we forget about when we cook as well. And I talk to every single, and still I had a call this morning with a client on the meal plan delivery. I really care what you are delivered because I want you to understand that this food is nourishment from the inside out and love and care is put into it too. So, you know, if you're like, hey, I'm gonna start the new year off on a better foot. I want to be making better choices, but I can't cook every day and or lunches are really a struggle for me at the office or I don't really even know where to start. Start with a meal plan delivery. It's gonna start that catalyst for you to really get you going. You're gonna realize the meals that you should be eating. You're gonna start to notice those additional benefits that come along the way. And then you work it from there. You don't have to be, you know, sticking to it every single week, five days of the week, make it work for what works for you, but incorporating something like that for convenience sake, for you to start something that is going to make you overall healthier and overall your lifestyle much better and easier, do it.
1: There's also the intangible uh, factor of not having to think about what to eat or make every Mm -hmm. single day. I feel like we have so So much on our load. I I remember one time my mom was here, she was watching the baby and I was like, hey, do you want me to pick you up dinner? She's like, yeah, please, do you mind? I'm hungry. And I'm like, okay, what do you want? I don't know, whatever. I don't want to think. I don't want to think about what you want to eat. You know, like when you feel like I don't want to make another decision. Like I am done making decisions for. sorry, I'm having a moment, right? (laughs) now. Like, You know, you you don't want to think. And one of the benefits of that was the mental load that I didn't have to think about, what am I going to eat today? Or like, what am I going to make? It's just like another thing that maybe sounds so silly and so dumb, but it's a big thing when you add it on top of everything else we're trying to decide while keeping these little humans alive. You know, for me, mental... Sanity and you know bringing your stress level down is such a priority because I feel like it also it's like a vicious circle that
2: affects everything else. So I just wanted to like kind of touch a little bit <laughs> on that, right? Like absolutely. Like think of everything that we carry on our shoulders and everything that we have to do. Especially I feel like at nighttime, you know, you're doing a million things. Bath time, picking up from school, activities, all of this, and now it's mommy. What what's for dinner?
0: My favorite is like a wake up and like what am I gonna cook for Victoria's lunchbox? Super fun, guys. Just having an amazing time doing that. No. I, that's why I don't want to cook the rest of the day because I'm like, I already cooked at seven in the morning. <laughs> I don't want to cook anymore. Right. So release that stress and you and Juan are
2: taken care of and simple for Victoria, you're like, okay, the mac and cheese, here we go. It's yeah, favorite. I mean,
0: for Victoria, I've got a whole, like I've got it down on. Now I, I make lentils like once a month. I freeze it in tiny little containers. Like literally she's like, I want rice and lentils. And I actually, this I will say, I don't know if it's bad or not, whatever, but Trader Joe's does have like frozen like rice, like like little bags of rice or whatever. Those save my life all the time because I'll use a bag, you know, cook it, or whatever, and cook it in the microwave and then throw that in with her lentils that are made by me. And she the lentils are on top. So she mostly eats the lentils and we're good. We're good. It's a lunchbox.
2: So they're not bad. That, that's the convenience, right? That's the 21st century convenience and it not filled with junk like, you know, other processed ingredients. So that's awesome. I love that. I love that you did Aside that.
1: from the nutrition, I know that's kind of like your area. When you think of well being, what else do you, do you advise people to like focus on? Like, what else is a priority to kind of stepping into like a better and healthier year?
2: Move. Move. You do not need to run a marathon. You just need to move your body. Daily mm. movement is critical. Not everyone can approach exercise the same way it can be very daunting it can be intimidating just like the kitchen right so for some people it's just not in them but if you move and you make Certain steps, like let's say you have a daily goal of five thousand steps, that's your movement for the day. Make sure that you're stretching, you're moving your body. It is so critical for your mental state, for your well-being, for how you're also going to digest your nutrients and sleep. Yeah. So, making those kind of goals instead of being like, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start running," if you're not a runner, you're not going to yeah. really do that, right? So, making sure that you move. Whatever it is for you. If it's yoga, if it's, you know what, I'm gonna start doing 10 minute YouTube videos of some movement. That is awesome. Movement is absolutely key. Another aspect of well being is your mental state and making sure that you check in with yourself. I think, especially for women and for mothers, and this is something that I've even had to reinforce these last two and a half weeks, is am I okay? Just yeah. checking in with yourself mm-hmm. and saying, am I okay? And doing it on a daily basis, doing it on a weekly basis, a monthly, however it works best for you. Yeah. I really do recommend daily and just taking those five minutes because we give our time to everyone so else. So
1: important. But oh my if, God.
2: We, if we can at least give ourselves five minutes and say, hey, am I Okay. Am I doing okay if I have to just, you know, sit in the car quietly, listen to my favorite song, or just in silence and just check in and be like, am I doing okay today? Yes Mm -hmm. or no? How can I make today better? How can I make sure that I prioritize myself? Because if you're running on low gas, you are not going to be able to give everyone else everything that they need, and you're going to forget about you.
0: I'll add to that one. So, like, after you check in with yourself and you realize that maybe you might not be okay, or if you are, great, but if you're not, for me, it's really important to, like, with my husband, I, at night, he was tired and I was like, I need you to take a minute and I need you to pay attention right now. I know you always think I'm okay because I take care of everyone and I always make it seem like I'm okay. And sometimes it's hard to tell if I'm not okay because I don't do a very good job of like, you know, holding up the sign saying I'm not okay. Whatever. I go, but I'm not okay. And I'm running on empty and I feel like I give, give, give to everybody around me. And I just don't feel like, I don't give, to get in return, but also like I'm human and I need some, you know, attention and care and well being, And I need someone to check in with me. And that's you because there's no one else that lives here. And it was just so helpful to like, just vent and be like, Mm. I'm not feeling okay. And like, I need you to like, take care of me because I'm not okay. And he was like, oh shit. Okay. Yes. Like, you know, but it's really important to communicate that too. After you check in with yourself, if you know, there's someone in your circle that you can lean on. 100% agree with that. Yeah, Vocalize it if you're not okay. Yeah. So thank you so much. I loved our long overdue conversation, but thank you so much for taking the time to be on on our podcast and congratulations and you're in the thick of it. So everyone used to say this when I first had Victoria and it really annoyed me, but I truly believe in it. Give yourself grace because it's a journey.
2: Thank you, ladies, so much. I really appreciate this, um, having being on here, talking with you both on a subject that is near and dear to my heart and absolutely love. And the more we can have this open conversation, the more we can make our community more well-rounded, healthier, and our everyone have a better state of well-being as well.
1: Yeah, and I think there's going to be a lot of people listening and saying, you know what, let me take that first step. It's not that hard. It's not that intimidating. Let me just start small, and eventually yeah. I'll get to where I want to be. And again, think about how great you're going to feel. And again, the better you feel, the better mom you could be to everyone else. So, you know, got to think about yourself. Thank you right. so much, Alexandra. Remember, she's on Instagram, a taste of wellbeing. So follow her. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.